The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. A hump day at 10 o'clock Central Time, and that can only mean one thing it is time for the weather. You're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, where it is a brisk 55 degrees. The high today is 68. The low is 46. Kurt? He's Shannon. He's Nate. we got Chris in the back. Um, <laughs> Jesse, we're not sure. MIA today. Is he TPing or is he, what is he doing? I'm Kurt trying to fill in for our zaddy master over there. Um <laughs> This together, is, yeah. I'm mean, trying to remember. Together, it's, we are the, the sports equivalent of Braille. People feel yeah. like we know that until we win a game. What a shaky start to the show. Yeah. We do this once a week. Once a week. <laughs> we get man, losing room. our habits. Yeah. And we, yeah. Man. Anyway, brought to each and every week by Wings Stop. Well, I guess Cooks ain't going to be catching nothing for Wings. How you doing, Nate? You look good today. Man, I feel man, I feel great, man. I feel fabulous. I, I was late. I want to apologize for that. I'm thinking it's you okay. guys are rolling. I walk up here and my other black friend is not here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you came in with energy and you're, yes. you're color coordinated. For those yeah. of you that are, aren't watching, Nate has a Larry Allen yeah. t-shirt uh, on. Uh, he's, got, uh, he's got jorts on with uh, his shirt tucked in and a belt. And then yeah. he's got equipment... Cowboys equipment issued socks yes, that yeah, are uh, yeah. white on the bottom, navy yeah. on the top. Yeah, and ah, there you go. There you go. And yeah, uh, they can't see that. black shoes. Ah, ah, Man, you can pull something. You better <laughs> stop. You can yeah. be out of commission. <laughs> I hate these younger than I used to be. Uh, but you look good, man. Thank you. Y'all you look, look great too, man. I, I, how was y'all's weekend? Did you watch man, the game? Man, my weekend Where'd was you watch awesome. The game, man? In Eagle Pass, Texas, man, at a casino. Yeah. How about mm, that? Wow. Yeah, man. I was up in there, man, and hey, signing autographs, you, and they paid for it. Let's so go. I, uh, I felt like Jesse. Nothing. Yes. <laughs> Highly, you baby. You know what? All because of that star. Mm. That star mm. right there. And those that rings. Star. And yeah. I had, they didn't pay I had for them. Look they did not pay for them. <laughs> they didn't? They didn't no, get the rings? They didn't get the ring. They didn't pay for that. No, sir. I, I did have to look to see how long of a drive that was for you, Nate. It was about six and a half? Yes, sir. Wow. Nice. I went down that Friday, Saturday night, got there about seven in the morning. Uh, excuse me, I got there Saturday night, left Saturday night, got there 7 in the morning, <clears throat> got a little sleep, started at 3.45. They let me leave at halftime. I was back home about um, 3 o'clock Sunday <laughs> night going into Monday. Wow. Where'd you watch, Kurt? A uh, friend's house had a little uh, Super Bowl party. It was a good time. Yeah. Loved, ate a lot, had a few drinks. Good. Watched a few drinks, huh? Line. A couple yeah. Miller Lights, pound yeah. you some Miller Lights. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say I pounded them, but I had a couple. Yeah. There, yeah. Chris, where'd you watch? I went to my brother's house. Oh, had a couple nice. friends over. Yeah. How about you? Very nice. I, I'm so lame, man. <laughs> I went a little too hard Saturday night, and I was kid-free. I was oh, like, oh, man, we'll get to go party. And I wound up sitting on my couch doing work and watching the game. Oh. Yeah, so I was lame. <laughs> but it was nice. It was enjoyable. Yeah. So I got some work done. got to watch the game. What did y'all think about the game? 
Oh, I loved it. Oh, so good. I, I loved it. And I, and I, it had everything. Really good defense yes, at the beginning. Thank like, you. this is going to be boring. Yeah. And then they figured everything. And guess what? Listen to this concept. They made halftime adjustments. Both teams. <laughs> this isn't working. This yeah. is working. Wait a minute. When we did this, this happened. Let's do this, this. Oh, my goodness. That yeah, brother. That, that, and, you know, I hear a lot of the uh, so-called talking heads, you know. Ah, oh, that first half was. I, 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 I thought was it like, was great. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Did you? Guys have been in this game for a long time and seen real slow down football. It's it's happening in the NBA. They're trying to make it happen in baseball. The NFL is the last frontier, you know, that kinds of hold kind of hold on to defense, trying with everything in there. And it was just so good to see a defensive game. Mm-hmm. It was just and. You saw the, their offense do – both offenses do well at times. You saw both defenses do well at times. And they said – and they made it come down to Brock oh, yeah. and Mahomes. And i tell you what. You know what I'm saying? And now, they made it come down to the quarterback. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. Go out on that limb. <laughs> and I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes is the next Tom Brady already. Oof, I, yeah. I don't, no, 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 bro. I think no, no, he's you got it wrong. There. I think he's you got it be wrong. There. No, he's not there you yet. You got it wrong. He's no, going you got to, it wrong. He's going to be the you next got it Tom. wrong. You have nuts. You got it wrong. You are nuts. I, I he very is rarely not disagree. the next Tom Brady. <laughs> he's he better. is the next sensation. Bruh. He's the next Patrick Mahomes. See, when you're when you're that great, when you're that great, uh, you do not get you don't get to have another name. You are You are it. Yeah. You don't <laughs> What 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 made me laugh is I was talking to one of our guys that produces our show. And you know what he said? What'd he say? He said, Nate, one thing I do know is that the 49ers head coach cannot hold up under pressure during the Super Bowl. I said, you know what you just said didn't make no sense. Because you know it's 30 other teams wishing that they could get to the Super Bowl to see if they coach can hold up under that pressure. (laughs) Hey, Listen to this, fellas. Everybody's trying to say what Coach Shanahan should have done. Mm. This is my theory. Patrick Ewan is upset. Carl Malone is upset. <laughs> and, and the people are like, where are you going with this? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the fat guy? T- uh, Barkley. Barkley, yeah. he's upset. Where are you going with this, Nate? I say, just like them, it was called Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. For this coach Shanahan, it's called Tom Brady, which is one of the greatest, and it's called Patrick Mahomes, which is one of the greatest now. When you face that type of talent, that type of entity, you're going to have some bad times, and you're going to lose some games. So, Coach Shanahan, whatever these other 30 teams and their fans are saying, man, get your team prepared. Try to find a way to heal those wounds and make another run at it. Yeah. What can you do? That we had this question in our mailbag yesterday. Like the question was, how yeah. the Cowboys compare? You know, obviously after the Super Bowl, and it's like the San Francisco seemingly did everything right. I mean, they built a strong team around a young kind of, yeah. you know, not a up great and good co- good up and talent. Yeah, here the Cowboys. You know, they. I think at this point we feel like they have to build a good team around. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But, again, at the end, it comes down to the quarterback. Right? Yes, it does. And, and that, for everybody that says Purdy's a bus driver, 
He's good, man. Yeah. He did everything yeah. that he needed. That that one play at the end where he had Ayuk that broke loose on the left, but he had he had two guys coming free at him from the right side. Yeah. That yeah, that wasn't man. his good, fault, good right? Observation, bro. But I mean, yeah. he he's he's good. Like if yeah. you think he's just a bus driver, you're wrong. No, like, he's but he was good, also surrounded by amazing. Talent. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the, the, yeah. This is this is what's funny. What is what has stymied? Strong-armed, strong-willed quarterbacks. What is stymied them? That this is where where Brock is exceptional. This is where Mahomes is exceptional. Now we talking about the top of the guy that can throw from any angle, arm strength, unreal. That's Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy ended, you know, not great. You know, arm strength can't throw from every angle. But one thing they have in common is the ability to walk to the offensive line and assess the coverages. Mm. They have great anticipation. When you have that, you're in the game. It's like from the neck up, these these two guys have it. Once again, though, the guy with the better arm talent, the be- you know what I'm saying, a little more experience, won the game. Brock Pretty is where he needs to be. Now, can he go? Can he come to Dallas or anywhere else where the talent is not overwhelming and win? We don't know, but I do know that he's intelligent enough to uh, to digest a, a coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He don't throw into. You don't see him throwing into double coverage. Zone don't bother him. Man don't bother him. He does what he has to do. But your talent, Kansas City talent, bothered. Brock Purdy, not the scheme. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a big difference. I think Mahomes is the guy, and I I think we probably all played some kind of sport with a guy that you look at him and you're like, yeah, I mean, he he looks okay. He looks okay, athletic. He doesn't. He's not ripped. He's not bowed up. He's not. But like I played with a guy that played softball, and he would throw. He would throw behind his back. He would throw between his legs. Right. He would throw around. Like, he would try to pick you off. He would do all this crazy stuff. And you're like, he just thought different. Like, yeah. he, his body performed different. And his body could do whatever his what mind it, said. Yes. And he was always, like, two or three steps ahead of everybody. But to do that in the National Football League and improvise the way that he does, he just sees the game different. The game, like, half the routes Kelsey runs is because – Oh wait, I'm gonna run. Wait, last time I did this, this guy did this. Mm-hmm. So if I do this, and then Mahomes picks up on that, and like it, it's, I think we're watching something unreal. We yeah. see a lot of times can the game, can the game slow down? The quarterback is normally the last guy for the game to slow down. There's mm-hmm. so much going on, and so you see in the second and third years guys really mature because the game is slowed down. They really can see what is happening. And this is what Brock Purdy saw in his first year. Now you see him into a Super Bowl. You can you can uh, I've been teasing everybody. You know, I've been listening to everybody. Oh man, I would have did this. They shouldn't have gave the ball up first. Da 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 And I said, well, well, who is your team? Well, I'm, I'm Detroit. I said, your coach made three obvious dumb mistakes. <laughs> I said, you need to be kind of worried about you need to be trying to X him up a little bit because this guy is in the Super Bowl. Well, he lost three Super Bowls. Hold on now. Everybody else lose Super Bowls. As head coaches, not as coordinators. I don't care how ugly it was. Dan Quinn had 60 minutes to say, hey, 
Shanahan, run the ball. Shanahan, we need for you to run the ball. And this offensive coordinator would have ran the ball. Atlanta is not his loss. You know, so I don't care how bad it looked, it wasn't his loss. He's lost two Super Bowls. And I promise you, we need to get in one to see if we lose it. <laughs> now, I'm saying that, that, I mean, yeah. you got 30 teams. It's nice. only one team that's saying, hey, I don't care what calls you made. That's the Kansas City Chiefs. But now that 32nd team is the loser. And that was the, the, the 49ers. But the third, the, you other 30 losers, shut up. You ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> wouldn't it nothing. Be, wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice to be in here talking about all the mistakes that oh. the Cowboys made? Mm-hmm. It would be. It like, would just so get nice. there. Just, yeah. just get there. Just yeah. Get, let's, let's go hang out on Radio Row for a week, three or four days. Yeah. Man, least. look at him, man. We couldn't even get to the – we couldn't even get to the second – I mean – they couldn't even get to setting up the hotel. God. We was out so quick. They, they, and they got I mean, me. Watch. They got me. <laughs> I, I held in there to about yeah, week no. 14 or 15 and said, you know what? This is a good team. They, I'm buying in. Mm-hmm. They're going to have home field advantage. Ah, they got me again. again. Watching the I ain't letting them get so, me next year. I'm not yeah. letting them get me this year. Watching them again, or are you just sitting there like, man, the Cowboys are so far behind? Or are you just like, well, they're doing a little bit here, a little bit there. They can, they can get. They got a new. The Cowboys got a new defensive coordinator. Let's talk about that guy when we come back. Yeah. You know what? I think they're close, but they're you got to change mentality. Yeah, that's the big one, and and a few small things. But I mean, I. and let's talk about that too, because I've had this conversation <laughs> with a few people this week right, right. about the talent level around here that y'all keep putting up here. Right? Are yeah. we getting are we getting pumped full of Kool Aid? Yeah. Like, let's talk about that too. No, steroid with a lot of sugar. <laughs> steroid Kool Aid. All right, let's talk about all that when we come back on the next segment of Hanging with the Boys. Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home-gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. 
I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys, the People Show, the second segment brought to you each and every day by Blockchain.com. Thank you, Blockchain.com. I'm so glad we have the same sponsors on our show. Chris, if you have any say-so next year, keep keep us blockchain keep, keep us like steady with the same because that way i don't know you, you can you can thank nikki for that thank you nikki yes nikki harrison thank you thank you don't so get much. your husband our shows I'm go- thank yeah, you I'm, go- I'm gonna i'm gonna text her and be like hey keep this steady because I, I can't handle multitasking no. on this show i don't need spelling you just get spelling you tank yourself on saturday nights change all right nate let's talk Let's talk. Uh, there was a little drama over the weekend with Rex Ryan saying he didn't believe that Coach Zimmer was. Yeah, I don't that know. That was, was weird. Trying to. On national TV. Like, yeah. I don't think that's true. That, that was a very weird thing. But it seems like the latest news is they have uh, officially agreed to terms. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Hasn't yes. signed yet, but officially agreed to terms. It's all good, yeah. So sounds like it's good. So what are we getting with, with Coach Zimmer? A discipline, a, a guy that's very disciplined, mm-hmm. a guy that that he knows what his defense should look like as, as a four three defense. Uh, he's had successful players dating back early to as I can remember Dion and probably a little bit before that. He's played with great players. He played with not, so, I mean, he's coached not so great players. Uh, he's a stern individual. A lot of people worried about can he adapt to the newer players. He yeah. he's he's not. Uh, it's not where he's not been around players and kids and programs. And he he know he can adjust to the new kid and, and the way they think. But can the he, kid adjust? To the, can these kids adjust to them? They will. They will. They will because he he one thing. I've, I, good coaches have one thing in common with with kids that want to win. Hmm. Is if you present something to them, and they they gonna try it, and if it, if they have just a little success, they gonna go overboard with it. Zim is gonna put them in position to win. He's gonna put them in a position to to do things on that field defensively. Now, can you uh, can you evolve a little bit more? Most players, once they learn the basics of your four three defense, what you expect on certain situations and downs, now their athletic ability can take over because they understand what you want. They know what it's supposed to be. Now they let their athletic ability take over. Uh, a lot of times when you're trying to scheme like Coach Quinn was trying to do, he knew that always lurking in the back of their mind is that run game. But we were so dominant in the past game till we did a lot of run stunts, a lot of run blitzes, a lot of everything. I mean, excuse me, a lot of pass stunts, a lot of pass blitzes. And 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 even though these things connect, you know, you still have to have a certain responsibility. You When you start moving players and playing games and stunts, you have a tendency to make mistakes and leave gaping holes or ha- have opportunity for gaping holes when you don't play this thing correctly. And that's what happened to Coach Quinn. That won't happen so much with uh, – I don't think so. Nah, Coach Zim is not 
I mean, you may see a lot of blow-ups on the, on, on the sideline because he is going to ask you to be where you need to be so this team can be successful. If you watch the Super Bowl, yeah, you could see, like I say, the fantasy football uh, people, they were hurt. They were mad this week because defense showed up, mm-hmm. and it kept showing up. And uh, Coach Spagnola and uh, the other guy for the 49ers, they did a great job of maintaining the tight ends. For both teams, uh, making sure the receivers didn't break loose uh, consistently. The only thing that you saw and you kind of questioned was, why did the 49ers not keep running with their kid? Mm-hmm. You know, with Catherine. Why didn't they, you know, that, but hey, you know, maybe uh, Coach saw something. I, I don't know what Coach saw, but uh, I, I just believe that Coach Zim, he knows how to talk to kids, he knows how to handle kids, but are our kids too far gone in their self-righteousness to not that's, listen? That's where I was kind of wondering, because McCarthy seems like kind of a player's coach in a way. He's not yes. a hard-ass. And, and then Garrett, obviously, well, I mean, he didn't seem like he ran that at all. So how's that going to work when you've got a this long history of, of that kind of style? You still have McCarthy here kind of running things, but now you have an assistant who's supposed to bring that hard-nosed. Is that all going to gel it's, together? It's going to gel. It's going to jail. I, I, I always believe winning and preparation to win can, can overcome a lot of things. Uh, it, I've said it before and i said it again. Y'all, it ain't about the coaches. It's the missing good coaches through here. It's about the mentality of our players. And, and, and I'll keep saying it and I'll keep saying it because – the only thing, just two things changed with Kansas City real drastically four or five years ago. Only two things changed drastically. That was the mentality of their players and the quarterback. Other than that, they the same. They they were basically the same team. I'm talking about four or five years ago. And if you think yeah. about it, they got rid of one of, if not the, the best player in, in football. Yes, in Terry Hill, and still doing what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. this. Because the coach said in his post-presser, hey, fellas, I had to change my team. I had to literally give it to the defense, take away a whole lot of my plays, and simplify it so that my guys could get it. And we had to go more to the run as the season went on so my guys can play. So you saw Andy Andy Reid has rebuilt himself and his team four or five times. Uh, over a six-year period. He has rebuilt this thing, and it has looked horrible. It looked mm-hmm. horrible during the season, but he just kept plugging along. And that, and that is what you say, a buy-in. His players bought in. Yeah, They didn't have a – they missed a starting offensive line, and they got a guy hurt during the game. But Andy Reid got over there with his offensive line coach, uh, they pulled old Eric B. Enemy back in there as a consultant, <laughs> yeah. and they doing their thing. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, fellas. Trust me when I trust me. I, I, I like to joke. I like to play, and I and I like to have fun. But if your your players are, is going to change, what happens to your coach? Yeah. If you don't believe me, why is Belichick out of the league? If you don't believe me, why is the Tennessee Titans coach, Brable, why is he not in the league? These are coaches that we're considered top level, top 10 coaches. 
why are they not in the league? Because somehow, somewhere, they lost contact with their players or they didn't replenish the tank with better players or equal players. And all because of that one mighty thing called a quarterback. So we better either get a better quarterback or get better players around the quarterback and have a coach that can demand. I mean, if you're watching the Kansas City game, you see Kelsey run up to him yeah. and almost knock Coach over. <laughs> yeah. got you know, he almost it? knocked Coach over, wanting that ball. Coach, boom. Coach like, looked at him hey, man, we're going to get you the ball. Now go on over there and, and cry to your tight ends, Coach. I mean, it didn't even phase Andy Reid. No. <laughs> and see, the media and, wanted – And the way he handled it yeah, was perfect. Yeah, the media wanted that to be something bad. Yeah. But – here in Dallas, that could have been something bad. But up there in Kansas City? Here in Dallas, I want yeah. to see that. <laughs> I want to see a guy run up to, to Coach McCarthy and be like, throw me the ball. Yeah. I ain't coming out the game. You see what right. happens when I come out? Right. We fumbled the ball. Yeah. Leave me in. Like, we see guys go over to the sideline, put their helmet down, Soak. sit down, yeah. drop their head, look up at the big board. Like, the, give, me, the, give me some of that. The thing, the thing that, that makes you laugh is – you cannot take away their tight end. You cannot take away Rice. You cannot take away their running back. And that and that and that is not because they're so schemed in. It's because when they do throw to the other guys or they do give they the, switch it up. They they adjust they, and they are set they successful. They adjust. They they and I I love it, man. I when I was watching the Super Bowl, I was just laughing. So when I left at halftime, these people were gracious enough to let me leave at halftime. Uh, they said, and I said, let me say something on the mic. And um, rather Usher put on that hell of a show. Oh, we got to mm. talk about that. Yeah. And so <laughs> I said, y'all, y'all know I'm with the NFC. I, got, that, I play at the NFC, and that's who I ride with. I say, but y'all, we got two problems here. I say, we up by 10, but we got two problems. What's the problem, Big Newton? What's the problem? I said, Andy Reid. Him and Holmes, you ain't seen them yet. That's the two problems. That's yeah. the two problems, bro. Yeah. And I'm riding back. That was right. About 1030. Back to back, super. <laughs> I just started laughing. I'm like, wow, they got us. All right, so question. We're talking about talent, right? Yes. We got the talent, right? You have good talent. That's have what. Talent, so man. we've been told. And, you know, through the national media and, you know, what, wherever we've heard it, right. whether it's, in, you know, around here, whether it's the national media, whether it's local media, you got the talent. You got all these guys. You got, you know, you got this guy and this guy. And you got four four studs on offense and you've got three or four studs on defense. And some teams that make it and win playoff games, they're lucky if they've got one or two studs on do we really have studs or have we just bought into the star mentality where we think these guys are that good look up number 91 for the 49ers number 91 91 all right i mean i, I so i'm questioning everything i'm questioning reality this this you week. you touch you talking about what is what what are what you, what, is. what is the perception and what really is yeah, is yeah. happening like are we Eric Armstead you, you number ninety one mm -hmm. look up uh, what is the guy number number ninety five the inside tackle 
For uh, Drake Jackson. No, no, no. I'm talking about for Kansas, Kansas City. Oh. oh yeah. The guy that plays next to Chris that, Jones. That, uh our our guy calls in and say he can don't play but two times a year. Yeah. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. That's where it all started. And that's where it all ended. With, with when, number, they, when, with they, D, when they got him signed? When, yeah, and when, D, <laughs> no, when he came back in, I keep trying to tell people, them two guys playing on the inside the way they were playing, bringing the pressure they were bringing, making the plays that they were making. When the Cowboys get a dog in the middle of their defense, be it a linebacker or be it a defensive in, inside guy, Jonathan Hankins is a good guy, but he can't take over a game. Chris Jones can take over a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you can do that right there, you can't stop the rush from the outside. There's no pocket when you can collapse it. There's no run game when you can stop it. Now, the Warners of the world, Greenlow, that hurt them when that kid, uh, the, the other linebacker for the 49ers yeah, got hurt. Greenlow. Yeah, that hurt them, man. Yeah. That dude jogging out on the field and somebody snipered him. A Kansas City Chief fan snipered him with something. <laughs> I just, I, I'm looking at this, and we're listening to the draft show. And before you know it, the draft show going to come up with some skill position player that we should get. But you have an opinion yeah. on the draft. Let's switch to the draft show mentality. <laughs> what is your theory? What do they need to do going into this this draft? Get your offensive lineman. Get you a defensive lineman or a thumping linebacker. I'm talking about a linebacker that will hit you and you will stop. And then get you a corner. In what order? Does it matter? It don't. It don't matter. But they have to, to start. be starters, <laughs> and they have to be who they are. So you you. So you're okay with them not taking – you've been on the soapbox for the, the big nasty guy yeah. in the middle for years. See – You're okay not doing that and taking an offensive lineman in the first round? Yes, sir. Hmm. This is the thing that Andy Reid, uh, the Sean Paytons, uh, the Dan Campbells, even though he made three dumb moves not to make it to the Super Bowl, <laughs> uh, they, they understand this. When you have – Offensive lineman, that is is rare. It's like you you don't see white rhinos anymore. Mm-hmm. They are rare. You don't see good offensive linemen. They are rare. So you get that offensive lineman where you can get him. You get that uh that inside guy where you can get him, and you get that thumping linebacker. You don't need a million thumping linebackers. You just need one to set the tone. We got Donovan Wilson. So we keep Donovan Wilson and we get us a thumping linebacker. So now on every level, we got a thumper. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I don't care where you get them and how free agency, I don't care how you get them, but you get them and you pray they don't get hurt and you do your thing. The quarterback is who he is, and what he is. The only time you're gonna panic with him is when playoff comes. That calm down, take something a, a downer or whatever. <laughs> Go into your old mix when you used to be a young man dealing with foreigner. This, you know the stuff you used to take. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, let me quit playing. But somebody say, "Oh man!" <laughs> but you get, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't. We don't need a whole. A whole. It's three things we need. There's four things we need in this order. A different mindset. Mm-hmm. Offensive, defensive lineman, our linebacker. That's a thumper. 
And then, man, you can get the corner safeties. You can get whatever. We, we are set. But we got to change our mindset. So you think we yeah. have the talent? We, we, have, we have talented players. Mm-hmm. But we don't have everybody's locked in at the right time and in the right place. So the, you know, ta- the talent's here. That's it's pretty I, good. The talent is pretty good. That's what the I was skill questioning. Skill position talent. If, right if, there, if, if you just think, if you get somebody like a Chris Jones, or you get somebody like uh, the Armstead kid, and they're in the middle, man in the middle of the way they're doing, do you, don't you know how no. much better Parsons? Uh, no, because Parsons would be. I haven't seen it. You know what I'm just saying? But you know how much better Parsons <laughs> right. would be. Yeah. Chris Jones can not only. Fight off a double team, but he can run 20 yards and hit your guy from the side. Or he can fight off a double team and hit your guy in the backfield for a loss. And he can do this consecutively. He can rush the passer, get up in his face, tip a ball, get an interception. I mean, make it, make it an interception. Next play, sack your quarterback. We don't have that guy that can come from the middle that can repeatedly make play after play after play. Well, there's only about what? Four or five teams that do have that guy. Yeah, but you know, it's more teams that have that guy, but we only know about these guys because they're in our conference and they're high profile guys. Mm -hmm. There are guys out there that can do these things that or that's on other teams. We just don't get to see it a lot because we're so concentrated on how great our talent is here. Our talent is good, but it's not been galvanized. These guys you you not hear a lot about Armstead, but I promise you, uh, the 49er fans know him. You know, the 49er fans probably like, man, we can't let this guy go. You know, yeah. he made Randy Gregory look good. He made Mr. Young look good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was bringing that heat, man. And uh, number 54, that linebacker, Warner or whatever. Uh, Fred Warner. Who? He's special. He's special. He's, he's good. He, he, he might be the best player on their team. Man, he be coming downhill. Him and that other kid, Greenlaw, that got hurt. I hope I'm yeah. pronouncing his name. Man. Dre Greenlaw, yep. Yes, sir. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, uh, some uh, former players had a lot to say um, on Super Bowl Row this week. We want to get your opinion as a former player. We know where you stand. We know. But we want to know. Wow. How the frustration level maybe gets to this. And then CD had something interesting to say. I want to know if you like what he said or or if you don't like what he said. And we'll see what else we have time for. Oh, and then Chris has the early Super Bowl odds for next season. We'll see where the Cowboys rank on that list. How high up or far down are they? By the time the season starts, we'll be in the top three. When it we come back. Oh, hang on it gets more clicks. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. It gets more clicks. <laughs> I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. 
And of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. All right, we're back for our third and final segment of Hanging with the Boys, brought to you each and every day by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And Chris, we had a show after us today? Yes. Oh, man. Okay. Jigsaw, Valentine's Day, you got a hot date tonight? Yeah. I know. Me? Yeah, with a three-and-a-half-year-old <laughs> that's sick. Awesome. Yeah. That good, should be fun. Good times, yeah. He uh, projectiled all over his mom oh, this morning. No, I got no. a call. Got a call in hysterics. <laughs> yeah, so it's fun. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, Take a shower. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot to cover in a few minutes. Uh, Chris, you want to give us the early Super Bowl odds? Yeah. Uh, you want to take a guess who number one is? Kansas City. Actually, it's the 49ers. What? Oh, really? Yep. That's surprising. Then wow. Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And then we go Baltimore, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Number five is Detroit. Mm. Cincinnati is number six. Mm-hmm. Burrow was hurt last year, obviously. Mm-hmm. Miami. And tied for eighth is Philly, Green Bay, and your Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Philly, Green Bay, and Cowboys. It's about right after this year. I mean, that's yeah. that's where I'd put them. Yeah, I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Go show me. Do something. Suck, suck me in again about week 15. It's gonna be hard. I'm fight. I'm fighting it this year. I'm not gonna I let them too. suck me in to no. win a playoff game and then I'm in. Get me past the first round. I got, I got big concerns I'll about be, next year. I'll be in Mexico and then I'll jump back on the bandwagon <laughs> when I'm in Mexico. Speaking of, uh, one of your former teammates had a lot to say. Emmett Smith said, "I'm done. I've never been at this place I am right now. He, he's he's done." Michael Irvin was very boisterous about. When the Cowboys, yeah. you know, lost and everything, what's the what's the what's the frustration level, and why did why why now? Why is every why are the alumni so upset? Because you are you were one position away from perfect. The 49ers were perfect. The off week, the two games, Super Bowl, Cowboys, home, home. Because it was set up? It was set up so perfect. Uh, everything the player said. And see, this is what I tell people. Listen, we love Coach McCarthy. Da, da, da. The way he saved our legs, the way we were ready. Oh, we've been. I mean, from upper management all the way to the players. 
And then you start hearing all of this stuff after the season, all of these players griping and family members, all disgruntled. I mean, and I I understand about X and Facebook and TikTok and and all of that, but no one has put the team first. And so that is what Emin and Mike and other people are saying. They're like, these guys do not love one another, are like, are at some points even respect one another. And so that is what, and it falls into Coach McCarthy's lap. It don't mm-hmm. fall into the player's lap because you can't you can't fire uh, $150 million worth of mm-hmm. players. Yeah. You know, so it falls onto the coach. Mm. All right. I don't know. I don't know how you fix that. I don't either. The, the way you fix that is uh, – you you, you got to let players know, say, this is not happening. Uh, if you have to get in the locker room and throw blows, you better do that because just taking this thing to the media like this and your moms and your dads and your brothers and sisters and all this, they're not in this locker room. No matter how much you love them, they're, they're not a part of what we're doing. And so when you take this home and gripe this home and now all of a sudden your wife got 500 clicks and your mom got 7,000 clicks – you know, because, you know, let's go listen to this part, mom and this dad or this friend or this guy. You know, that. how how was I supposed to look at you, man? You you sit up here on this show every day, I love Big No Da Da Da. Then all of a sudden, Miss Pat said, boy, Big Man Shannon said, this about Nate. <laughs> I'm sitting up with this dude every day. Why, he, why didn't he say I did something wrong? Right. You know, that, that that's bad, man. That's bad. I mean, and so now you got a disgruntled team, and and a, and this goes on in every locker room. It's not just the Cowboys. It's every locker room, mm-hmm. but every locker room don't let it out. Not to the point uh, we do, because if we do this, it's gonna go national, at least gonna go regional, and uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, when the season start up new, everybody wounds will be healed. It'll be a new season. Everybody will be pumped. Everybody, because I, so. I thought we had it bad. But you got to say, I, I, I looked at what Philly, what some, that wide receiver with Philadelphia trying to do. Wow. You know, against his quarterback. So it, it, I guess it's just a new era. You know, voice your opinion through, through the world, you know? The new NFL. Yeah. I guess. What do you think about, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. CD went on Micah's podcast he was hungry too he was eating you, you see him he was just eating through the whole podcast i only had some anyway i think micah did his bleacher report podcast yeah he was Super out Bowl. there for you know and micah was on it and they had you know he asked cd what what he needed to do to be better and he he basically said i need to grow up i need to grow up and be a better leader do you do you like that accountability do you like him saying CD that or, had, or do you you know Y'all have been with me from the beginning. When we drafted CD, mm-hmm. I, I was riding with this kid. When he was going through the down times, them first, I was riding with this kid. And uh, I've heard people say, uh, you know, his maturity. This this kid is well aware of who he is and what he needs to do. And every year it gets better for him. Mm-hmm. Every year. Uh, and I'm going to continue to ride with CD. I don't get on and off trains. You know, the Cowboys is my team. I don't get on and off trains. But we need for not only CD to mature, we need for Micah to mature. We need for a, a Osa to mature. And, 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 and I'm not saying these are not great gentlemen, but what I'm saying is we need for you to mature to the point where you show up 
in the biggest of games. Mm-hmm. You know, we need for you to show up during this season in the big-time games uh, and, and make more plays. Osa has to make more plays. Uh, Micah has to be a better run defender, become that ultimate player so you cannot be stopped. Uh, CD, all he has to do is change his body language. Mm-hmm. Shame because – you can get hyped. I mean, you you, and that's what I love. You saw Kelsey went over there and bump a two hundred and eighty pound man. <laughs> you know, saying, "Coach, hey, this, I need the ball, everybody, and I ain't coming out." Everybody in the gets world frustrated. Saw yeah, so yeah, everybody. Yes, I'm not sure many other players can get away with that. <laughs> they can't. But the, the thing about Andy Reid, the first thing you would say, he a old school guy. You don't touch an old school guy. No. These coaches know the fire that's in each other. And they player. want the fire. Yeah, they know the fire. So if you bump him and he know who you are, yeah, some old dude who ain't never played, ain't never, <laughs> you know, like it's a couple up. of wide receivers, they knew to stay away from coach. Yeah. Because you come over there talking about you open, we done threw you the ball the whole season. You don't, you help us lead the league in drops. If you don't get out my face, you know what I'm saying? Right, and he even said, if you listen to the pregame, he even they even asked him about the post game, no pregame. They talked to Andy Reid. They were about they, they had done an interview. Oh, okay. the week leading up, uh, and he even said, "Yeah, he gets a little emotional and he gets a little heated, and sometimes we have to, you know, we have to, yeah, talk him down or whatever." Yeah. And I'll be damned if in the middle of the game he yeah. he belly bumps him. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, and the way Coach Reid handled, it, I thought was perfect. Like, yeah. yeah, he caught me off balance, and he yeah. didn't make a big deal out of. Now, if they'd have lost that game, that would have been all you heard about. Was, and you know, and Coach Reed would still, Coach Andy Reed would have still handled it that way. Yeah. The th- the theme, one thing I loved about Coach Johnson is I is we me and Charles. I've told the story a thousand times. Me and Charles coming off the field. Thank God I was coming with Charles, and it just wasn't me. And uh, he focused in on Charles, and they went at it. You know, he said what he had to say, and Charles took it. I was shocked because knowing when you hit Charles off from the side, he he come back at you. But he, Charles took it. Jimmy went at him, and then they then when Jimmy went into his little coach's room, Charles went right in the body. <laughs> you heard all this hollering, hollering. When they came out, both of them were smiling. Had to get it out. And, and that's what I try to tell people. When you are a winner, when you when you, when a coach look at you and see team, he can put up with a lot more. Yeah. But when he look at you and see selfishness, you know, he he, he you know, I I I I listen to a couple of radio stations around here coming in, and people like trading Micah, trading Micah. That could be an option, this, that, and other. And, and I'm saying in my mind, okay, this is the year where Micah should show the world. You know, don't talk about it. I know you got a podcast, so you do what you want to do. But don't talk about uh, how great you can be. Show us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, uh, you you attacking the refs. And, I, and I, I waited to the end of the season to say this. What changed? Nothing. Mm-hmm. No. So stop what, you know, you can, you got a podcast, so you have to have content. So I'm not saying don't go on your podcast, but be a little more tactful, but be the player that we know you can be first. Right. Yeah. Well, good stuff, fellas, man. 
Which we had like three more hours. Yeah, we needed old Jess, man. Yeah. yeah. Miss, miss old Jesse. We, old by Jess. the way, we heard we heard from Jess during the show. He's good. Yeah, he good, yeah. Good. He forgot he forgot to let us know he was gonna be out today. Oh, so Trader Park's got him. So <laughs> Yeah, well, so he went to the Super Bowl in disgust because the Moonbach boys got beat, so he had to go take a big heavy <laughs> box of chicken to a few girls. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Usher. We ran no. out of oh. What'd you think? I loved it. I did too. He put this thing together, man. I loved Usher. When we yes. when it first started and he was on the field, I was like, there's too much space. Right, he right. He needs to be on a stage. Right. And when he got on stage, I was like, ah. And I thought it was perfect, man. And, and he, he put it together. And I all I said leading up to the, the week was he better come out at some point on roller skates. And he did. And I was good. I, I'll tell you what, man. He got up on his toes, bro. Oh. Oh. I'm like, and then I had a few young ladies, you know, my wife. And, uh, oh, yeah, he all right. He ain't, ain't nobody Michael Jackson. <laughs> ain't nobody Prince. No. Ain't nobody even Elvis. No. Because they, they – Who's the next Elvis? Ain't no next Elvis. Right. Who's the next Mike? Ain't no next Tom Brady. It's right. not. It's just yeah. not. I agree. You either who you are or you're not. You know, and then he took his shirt off and he checked he checked two of the three boxes for me. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't that big. <laughs> but he was sweaty. <laughs> no, I thought it was. What'd you think, Kurt? I know you're a rocker. What'd you think? Yeah, well. Post Malone was this boy. No, no. <laughs> that was pretty good too. I had yeah. never seen this guy before, and when, I like how he put his and own when spin I saw on him. Yeah, it was good. When good I saw him, I, I I didn't know all the tags. Oh, you never visually? I never seen him. Oh Lord! And when I saw him, I'm like, well, to sing the America the Beautiful, Post Malone. I'm I'm thinking this is a young little white cat gonna come out here, you know, with his fuzzy <laughs> hair. And, oh. Okay, he tatted up. He, he grilled up yeah. and sung a hell of a. He did. Yeah, he did. he it sung, his, man. In his own way. Yeah. 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 I, I'm like, this dude is. You know what? Can't judge a book by his cover. Not always, because yeah. that dude can sing. Yeah. So, what'd you think? Yeah. Of I did like Usher. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were. Again, I was at a party. So I was hitting the food yeah, table yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but what yeah, I saw, yeah. I mean, it was. The great good part was. Having all those people come in. Yeah, you didn't even have to hear it. You just watch it. Yeah. Okay. I was. I had them. I had them folks going because we had young folks and older people. I've had. Did you sing on the mic? Oh man, I was just hollering and going on. And I was like, you know what? I got the mic. I said, you know what, y'all? They want to call old men dirty. I said, I don't see so many older women in here looking at us. Oh, you yeah. y'all got a bad oh, mic. Yeah. <laughs> I was just happy. He said, we found out where it was at seven o'clock on the dot. Yeah. He was in the drop top still. That's right. I they, just needed to hear that. Yes, sir. They had. Oh, well, they did it, man. All around an enjoyable Super Bowl. What you think, field, Chris? What you think? Field. Yeah. We didn't ask Chris what he thought. Yeah, Chris. What, man, it was great. I what, loved it. What was the consensus at the party you were at? Oh, uh, they loved. That was all. It was awesome. They loved mm. it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Well, Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air, man. Good seeing you, Nate. Good show. All right, Kurt, Jess. Wherever you are, baby. Thanks Jesse, for the water. We missed you, man. Jazz, thanks for keeping Chris company. What's my man's name? Josh. Josh. Josh, thanks for keeping us up on the social channels. We'll be back next week. We are we weekly from now until weekly, camp Wednesday at ten June every, every till Wednesday June, till June. Tune in. We'll be back next week, same time, same place on Hanging with the Boys. We out. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!